Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Global Exclusive Podcast. This is episode 66, and this week I'm joined, unfortunately, by Barros and fortunately by Sinzar. Uh, and we're going to talk about the new units that came out this week, uh, Oracle, Maiden, Luna, Freya, and then a few new NVAs for some of the Final Fantasy XV units. And welcome back, Sanzar. We're so happy to have you. Yes, thank you for not making me be alone with Barros. I am glad to be the hall monitor this episode. The <laughs> thing is, thing is, okay, okay, so I, I'm, I'm getting on Discord this evening... I'm looking, I see no other hosts except, like, no other hosts are saying they're coming. And I'm like, okay, well, Muspel always comes, pun intended. And and I'm thinking, is this the episode where I get some man-on-man action with Muspel? All right, Muspel? so uh, the first but unit no. that we're going to talk about... <laughs> Let's start with somebody boring. Uh, Gladio. Wait, wait. Oh, come on. You're doing Gladio dirty. Okay, okay. But sure, let's start with Gladio. Uh, Gladio is very much a one-trick pony. Um, he... But he's a really good pony, though. He's a really good pony. I, I didn't say he was bad. I said he was boring. Yeah, okay, okay. Sure. Uh, so he has cover, and then he can give himself high mitigation. And both of those last one turn. Yeah, so, so he, it's a very, very boring rotation. He's doing yeah. that every single turn. He's going to cover and mitigate, and that's yeah. it. If you can get him an external physical mitigation buff, he's actually pretty comparable to uh, Gabranth in terms of physical effective health. He also has a physical mitigation buff of his own that he can use, but if he uses that, then that means that he's either not refreshing cover or not doing his mitigation on that turn, which can be very bad, depending on the fight. Like, if, if the boss has a turn where they don't do much damage, you're fine, but otherwise it's going to be a problem. I mean, I mean, technically, you could use his worse um, cover, right? Like to to cover up. Yeah, but it's it's you. way worse. He takes like twice as much damage. Yeah. Yeah, the mitigation is way off. I mean, he's like since are you've been or, or I remember people in our Discord, especially JP people, talking about how actually beefy Gladio is, and that Asura and and genies even are easy for him is that true uh, it's true he has the potential to be really strong like muspel pointed out um he only can do two things a turn when he really needs three a turn so as long as you give him that third thing externally yeah he's he's really really bulky and can tank anything in the game but um he really really wants that extra helping hand to get like the third buff for example on a Shura, where if you're probably like summoning golem every turn anyway that is perfect for gladio he loves that and he'll tank it, no problem at all. Could probably even drop a healer and just rely on his counter heals. But if you don't give him that, um, he struggles a lot more because, you know, keeping up his buffs and he has just the double cast. Yeah. You could give him an item with auto-protect in his, and have him start in his shift and then shift back on turn one. That gives him 30% physical mid. Ideally, you want more than that, but if you're pressed for options, then that could be an op- and that could be something you could try. Yeah, it's a shame that he didn't get triple cast or that his... Like, I, I don't know why his durations are so low. I mean, it, it's really not that fun to just, you know, reload and hit the tank all the time. At, at least, like, we should be doing something else, like juggling yeah, cooldowns I mean, or something. He's he's not a fantastic unit, but I do like that he actually fills a necessary role and does it reasonably well. Like, he's not the best NVA we've ever gotten, but... He's serviceable, which is more than I can say for a lot of them. So, 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I, can, hey, I can't complain too much. And, and and if you're a player and you don't have Behemi or you don't have uh, um, Gabby, then I mean, holy shit, this Gladio is going to open up a whole new world to you. You probably haven't done Masura. You probably won't be able to do a lot of trials without him, right? So I mean, yeah. I and mean, his... like you know, let, let's not tone it down because in that sense, he might be really opening a lot of doors for a lot of players that can't get. Although I guess he's pretty hard to get because if you're a new player, like you're pulling on a three triple yeah, rainbow I, banner. I, I, I don't so. think he's like new players are not realistically going to get this guy. If they wanted a physical tank, they would be pulling for King Bohemian. Is is he like? But isn't he available from like the exchange um, shops? You could like literally like you could do like a one I, ten I plus think one. You can only buy like two copies of him for a total of three coins. Like the first one is one coin and the second one is two. <laughs> I right, could be wrong. Okay. Oh, wait, no. I think one of them you can buy is 7-star. Maybe they both are. I don't know. I haven't looked at the shop that closely. But still, it's not... I, I think you're probably better off pulling for Bohemi, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a guaranteed mega tank, in a way. Although, again, it's kind of... Gladio is really not going to help your team do any compression, right? That that's that's the whole thing. Like yeah. Gladio is not going to do anything else. He's just going to stand there. He's got to take hits like a champ. He's going to brandish his six pack, but you know, aside from that, yeah. his team and so, SMR are also pretty good, which is which is rare for a unit this old. That's true, actually. Really good, in fact. Yeah, his TM. To be fair, his TM was buffed. It used to not be that great, but. Uh, when they did the buff to all the shields, this one went up to 160 defense, which is quite a bit. Ah. Well, and, and I mean, so Cinsar, like, you're a huge fan of his bravest form. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? <laughs> uh, I, I, I was just, <laughs> I actually don't know much about his bravest other than, like, Tell tell us about all the damage. He yeah, he, he he tries to deal damage, and like I suppose if you just decked him out in the you know cream of the crop STMRs, he could probably land somewhere on the radar. But just like, but why? <laughs> I just did some comparisons in the builder, like just really quick and dirty stuff before the episode, and he's like two thirds of Tifa's burst with his LB. But his mm -hmm. LB is 27 hits. It, it'll chain with Bolting Strike, I think, kind of. Um, you so think? Like you, I, uh... you, could, you could use him, but I, I don't know why you would. Yeah. He he has the well, he has the Esther rotation in his Brave Ship, meaning that he has uh, he has a two turn cooldown um, ability that fills his LB, and what you do is you alternate that and just bursting with his LB, and. Yeah, like thing is, his mods are not great. Uh, his LB mods are not great. He's kind of like a budget. Like I, I'm actually not even sure he would beat Esther in damage. Honestly, like maybe I don't know. Maybe STMR'd up, but he's probably around there. Dream, where the fuck are you? Yeah, he's he's not an impressive damage dealer. But One thing, yeah. If 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 you somehow have him at EX two, and you somehow don't have anyone else and you have a lot of good LB damage gear, and you make terrible life decisions, and you can somehow <laughs> find a Gladio friend, then I guess you could use him. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I would do want to say is his LB's, his BS sprite is actually pretty sick. Like, that's actually a good sprite. One thing I'd say about Gladio is, like, um, overall, like, he's sort of boring, but I think he is exactly where Neo Vision's Awakening should be. He's very, very usable, his tank form. 
is very, very usable and really good, you know, with some handicaps compared to, like, the Neovisions bases. That's like where I think most Neovisions should be. I, I don't really like when Neovisions Awakening, like, Edgar are just a clear superior over almost every Neovisions base for his time. And I don't like how Neovisions, like, Kanshira are completely worthless. I think he is, like, perfectly yeah. tuned as being yeah. good, usable, but behind the, like, premier Neovision space units. That's, I think, they, I think they really hit the mark on Gladio. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good point, actually. That is a very good point. And I mean, shit, even if you, like, I mean, he still does damage if you don't have an NV damage dealer. It's interesting that he can do both roles. I'm always a huge sucker for units that can do more than one role. I really am. So, so that's at least a bonus in my book. Yeah, I, I disagree with Barrows on his Brave Shift sprite. I think that he should have taken off the shirt. Oof, must pull. Yes, I, I realize that that like would have been so much better. All right, but that's Gladio, I guess. That's Gladio. So who next? Like, should we should we just throw a coin between Ignis and Prompto? Uh, Who's more fun? Sure, I'll throw a coin and it landed on Ignis. I didn't actually throw a coin. <laughs> Spoilers. Nice. Uh, Ignis, like, for those that aren't familiar with his old kit, we should probably go over that. He's, like, he has some very strong buffs that are stuck behind, like, unlocks. Um, some of these got upgraded when they gave him his Envy. So, like, his, he used to have imbues that were, like, single target, and they only lasted three turns, and he had to use unlock still to get them. Now the imbues are AoE, and they last five turns. Uh, so that's a lot better. Um. He still has to unlock them, though. Yeah, which is not great. Uh, he also got, um, like, some better on-demand buffs. He has a 250% AoE buff that's on-demand, uh, and 40% tight to mitigations. So he's Which definitely... Still... Sorry, go ahead. Nah, I just want to say, that's actually pretty good. That That's actually meta. Yeah, well, it's not that much better than, like, Protect and Shell, but, you know, it's, it is better. Um, no. And then uh, he... Like some of the other stuff he had in his old kit, which some people may be familiar with, is he gives ailment immunity, he does a shit ton of AOE LB <laughs> fill, and he does 80% to all resists, and 50% uh, general mitigation. I mean, for a while he was like the best support unit in the game. If you remember back then when he got his enhancements, he was a beast. I think Luna Frey was out at the time, so it was kind of like a tie between them. Like, they, they each had their places where they excelled, but yeah, he was he used to be very good. And now he's he's not amazing, but he's 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 solid. Yeah, I guess like yeah, Cesar, have you ever used him in any like trial on JP or in GL? Um, his his original version I used on GL quite a bit. Uh, on the JP server, I I have yeah. his New Visions Awakening. Um, I never use it because it's kind of like a lack of content to use. It's one of those units where. He's super good, and he really, especially for like older content. But when he came out, if you're current on content, there's not a lot to use him on because like his LB fill is amazing. You would think that'd be great for like the genies trial to fill your DPS. Unfortunately, Realm does the same thing, but she also brings the Rod in peril. So it's like, why would you bring Ignis? And then for the for the yeah. Aemon trial, um. His kit doesn't really work too well for Aemon, so you're not probably going to bring him there. And that's like the only trials. He does, he's not really going to be used in Dark Vision either. So it's like there's this amazing unit, just nowhere to use them. That's that, that that's the big problem. Now, for older content, he's great. There's a lot of old trials his kit would be super good for. So if you're not caught up, he's probably a yeah. good pull for you. 
Yeah, I just think like an NVA unit it is kind of a tough sell for older trials because like newer players are likely not going to have him at even EX zero, let alone EX one. Which to be fair, yeah. he doesn't really need his EX one that much. It doesn't like it doesn't do much for him. It, it turns much, him into a damage dealer. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't do anything really. <clears throat> it there is one thing about it that I want to talk about, which is that um, it gives him an AOE mod boost skill, which boosts the modifier of everything for all units um well everything physical so yes, everything every, every, physical every, except lbs yeah but it's only 10x so unless the unit has a move that's split into a bunch of parts and ideally also has defense ignore it's not going to do a whole lot so like it's good for barts aside from that i don't think there's many units that are going to care about it that much like yeah it'll it'll do something but I... And, and and the thing for Bart's is, is not amazing because it's a 10 turn cooldown, 6 turn duration. And during 6 turns, I think Bart's can get off, what, um, 3 or 4 Brave Blades or something? I, I don't know. Well, I, I guess it depends on, like, if you actually stack up, then I guess he could do, uh, what, 6? Uh, I'd also point out oh, it's I mean, uh, pretty good for jumpers, too, because if they're maxed on jump damage and dual wielding, that's, what, plus 160 modifier on their finishing turn. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I didn't actually think about that either. So for, that's uh, for somebody like Noctis, it would be a 10% damage gain. Because his oh. modifier is 100x. So. No, but I mean... Yeah, okay, sure, sure. That's true. Uh, I guess a little less if you're using Noctis's built-in mod boost thing, which I don't <laughs> know why you, why you would do that if it's not Dark Visions. But in Dark Visions, keep that in mind. But I mean, I think yeah. what you said, Sinzar, that, that makes me so sad, right? Because this is a unit with a great kit, but there's no real content to use him on. Why is that, though? Like, like what, what is it about his kit that makes him unusable? Is it that he lacks some certain important parts or well, no, it, just it, the buffers are not it, it, it's, it's, it's not that it's like bad or unusable. It certainly is. It's just... Um, there's someone better that does it. Like Realm, um, like I said, the, the Rod in Peril... Only Realm can do that. So for like a mage trial where you almost have to use mages, I mean, they're all using rods anyway, and a 35% damage gain is such a big deal. Even if Realm had literally that and nothing else, he'd probably still be worth bringing um, for like trials. But but Realm like does that and does like the LB fill, which is Ignis's probably best ability. Um, so it's like I can have LB fill or I can have LB fill and 35% damage gain, so why would you ever go with Ignis? Unless you don't have Realm, but I feel like Realm is one of... I, I, I do want to point out, Ignis does have like a lot of defensive utility that Realm doesn't. It's just a lot of more recent trials and the ones in JP, like you don't necessarily need or want that for anything. Now, I think it's because tanks are too self-sustained as it is right now. Yeah. Like, you look at like Phazy or Gabby, they're going to bring everything they need on their own. And... That yeah, that's true, I guess... but I would actually blame it more on the developers and the trial design. It's not so much that tanks are self-sufficient, although they mostly are. It's that trials just don't threaten your team anymore. They just, there is nothing, like on the Genie's trial, your team is literally could be naked. They would take zero damage and no one would care. Like, I really miss the design, like the Venomous Vines trial, where your whole team needed some level of bulk. And I prefer that and. Like, if, if that was the case in modern trials, Ignis would be great. He's buffing up your team. He's giving him stat buffs, mitigations. He can heal a little bit for his, like, off turns and all. It's That'd be great. It's just the trials don't do that anymore. And, like, if the developers are listening, please change that. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I fully agree. I, I, I really, I mean, it's, it's like v- variety. Variety is what I want to say. Okay, so there, there's definitely cool. There's, it's cool that we have trials where you can just gear the fuck out of your damage, because your tank does everything. That's cool. That's that's a trial type. It would also be cool if there were trial types where you also need to focus much more defensively and, you know, bulk up your team, as you said, Sensor. I, I just don't like that we get only one of them. And right now it's only the one where the team doesn't take damage. I remember you being on the pod and actually warning us about this, like, several episodes back where, you know, trial soon, you're not going to be taking damage. Yeah. Uh, but there's, I guess, Ignis has no TM or STMR, they don't exist, ignore that spot on his sheet, they're, yeah, they don't, they're not there. Hey, you know, uh, there was a time where, where Ignis's food notes could actually have been useful. <laughs> or was there, or was there really, no. actually? Actually, I need to think back, no, I, I actually no, don't think wasn't. so. Maybe the MP refresh, like, back in the day when that was actually important. I, I guess, but, yeah, no, they're, they're real bad. Um, yeah. but there's one last NVA before we get to move on to the unit that people are actually probably excited about, uh, and that is Prompto NVA. Wait, you mean and nobody is excited about Prompto? Are they? No, probably not. Uh, well, so I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. He's like kind of a breaker who can also do a bit of finishing once in a while, and by once in a while I mean once. <laughs> Yeah, he has uh, a he has a grandis with, uh, well, he has one grandis with four hundred and fifty x damage, and then he has another grandis that has three hundred x damage, and yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. One yeah. of them is only one use, the other one is two uses. So you can only do this huge burst once. But uh, Sensor, before the episode, you actually said this was good burst. Like, do you know? Like, is is it actually usable? Is is this something you'd use on DV? Uh, probably not for DV because he doesn't have like the chain cap support and all. But um, I've personally been using him as my biggest damage dealer for the Chronicle battles. Uh, the Sagita rifle, if you, it can't be multicast. But if you just single cast it with dual wield, it will hit twice. So you get 450x twice per turn, and it hits pretty quickly. It's real easy to cap. Um, I've been using him to cap a chain from support chainers, and he one-shots the Chronicles. He one-shots Leviathan, and he one-shots Ifrit for me. As my pretty much all... Yeah, it's, it's a convenience thing. It, but like um, one of y'all mentioned, it's once per battle, so after turn two, his damage just drops off a cliff. But for Chronicles, you only need that one turn, and he's pretty useful if you happen to have him. And he's a bonus unit, so it's like, why not? I yeah. want to point so, out, he, he's like the first unit we've gotten in quite a while that cannot buff his own attack. Or the, the first damage dealer. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> been a staple for a long time. I think it started with, like, Hyo, who came into battle pre-buffed with, like, 200 or something. Um, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. But I, I do want to mention something since we're already talking about... So this is a Brave Shift, to make it super clear. It, it's in his Brave Shift, has these grandest abilities that do a ton of damage. So Sagita Rifle or Sagita... Like, maybe it's Sagittarius. I, I, so yeah, it's like, I, I think it's Sagita. Yeah, so Sagita Rifle also actually has a 87% defense break, which is the second highest in the game right now. It's only beat by Venera, right? Yes. Which can mean a lot for trials that have no passives. Um, and it, it's a very unique niche. I mean, you're yeah, probably going to be... Yeah. 
And in his base form, he has um, an 80% attack and magic break and an 85% defense break that are on demand. So you can use him as a breaker. I mean, he's, he's not great at it. There's better units, but uh, he even has the 80% attack and magic break like at 6-star. So if you have one copy of him and you desperately need a breaker, you can use him. Just be warned that it does, like his break, his attack and magic break is also a provoke. So that could get him killed. Be careful yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, interesting. Like, like he really has this one niche of either you're breaking with him or you're using him to clear um, Chronicle Battles. Um, but but still, 87% break. I, think, I still think that's big enough to actually talk about because especially for content like DV or for certain bosses, like did we just recently have a boss? That has uh, no passives. Most was... trials have no passives ever since the um, yeah. the Ashura trial. I think almost every trial after Ashura had no passives, I think. Oh, okay. Well, then it's a big deal, right? Like going actually from 85 to 87%, even though it sounds small, is actually a pretty big damage increase, right? Yeah. Uh, I would have to pull out a calculator to do it, but it's probably like, I don't know, 20% or something. I'm just yeah, because like going I'm just from that 80... number out of my ass. Nobody yell at yeah, me. I mean, I mean, we know that like going from 85 to 90 is 50 percent some such i know people were saying that for the um for, to bring sos lightning um for the sandworm right uh yes correct uh yeah something like that at least so yeah i mean you know 87 percent break Th that's my big takeaway from, from uh, about, about 15 percent damage i just checked yeah 15 percent. i mean that's not nothing and and if you're already using him as as your breaker, if you can, that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah. So so that's that's him, I guess. Do you want uh, to say something about his TMR and STMR muscle? Sure. Uh, his TM is fine. It's got a bunch of LB fill rate on it, which is nice for some units, I guess. It also has some HP. His STMR is sort of reminiscent to some of the worst scorn weapons. Like, it's got 161 attack, which is not great, but it does have Machine Killer, so, you know. And in a dual wield. Yeah, that part is not useful. <laughs> good to no one, actually. We are not gearing units with dual wield anymore. That's, that's also a shame. Unless they are Dragoons, and... Yeah. I actually would like to point out, just like a small mini rant, um, about Prompto's TMR. Uh, it was, quote-unquote, upgraded, this patch. It used to be... The 200% LB fill rate was an auto buff. It was converted to a passive, which is always a buff unless you're already at the cap. I actually personally used to, like in Dark Visions, when I was going for like those turn two clears, I'd gear like one of the forms in Prompto's TMR and a thousand percent fill rate, and it would auto buff. So you'd have 1200% effective fill rate on turn one. You could fill something like oh. um, Save Your Lightning with some really good drops. You could fill her on turn one with no support. So by removing that, it actually was kind of a nerf in some situations. I kind of wish they would have added the passive and kept the auto buff, but they didn't. So it's most of the time it's an up. Oh, that's yeah, it's an upgrade point. most of the times, but every now and then there is that scenario you're like, oh, I wish I still had that auto buffing going. Yeah. Hmm. But Interesting. Yeah, I, I that, didn't that's even really think all about that. Say about him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So should we actually talk like? People are having blue yeah. balls by now. Sure. Like, are you going to talk about the unit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's so let talk. let's start by talking about her TM and STMR and Vision card. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That <laughs> sounds great. Uh, the TM is 
So, so should good. you say who it is? We haven't even said who it sure. is. So it's uh, Oracle Maiden Luna Freya. I mean, I mentioned it in the intro. Yeah, sure, sure. It's not my fault that people can't remember it for how long we've been recording for. <laughs> Nobody's minutes. actually even listening anymore, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. Yeah, All right, uh, yeah. So, so her, her TM sucks. Her STMR doesn't suck, but is not good. Um... Like, we're card. gonna get into why it's not good like her SCMR is actually really good it's just entirely worthless on her and on and compared to STMRs from other units but yeah um, and then her card is like fine I guess but I think there's better evoker cards out there well technically 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 wouldn't two of her STMR be best in slot for Terra with a realm support because it's a rod, and it has the fifty percent uh, damage? It, it is, yeah. But isn't there someone with a sword in peril? Uh, there's Noctis. Noctis, but Noctis's sword in peril is twenty five percent versus realms thirty five percent. Yeah, but Noctis himself does more damage. So, like, if it's one of the last bosses of DB where you're yeah, you're probably bringing where, where you're using physical true. and magical. I think. Noctis and then Terra with swords is probably better. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, it yeah. the realm thing would be more of like the final magical fight. You'd be um probably going yeah. with the the double Lunar Freya on Terra if you owned it. Yeah. So, uh, so the um vision card must pull. Yeah. So the, the vision card actually isn't like that bad. It has a hundred base magic and then sixty percent magic and thirty percent Evo magic, which is fine for evokers. The nice thing is that the level 10 passive is just for female units in general, whereas some of these other cards only work on units from specific series. Right, um, right. Like, Ferris is, does also, is also for female units, but hers only has 90 magic, not 100. So, And you know. speaking of the vision card, I think actually the um, animation is really good this time. It, it is from one of the more emotional... Um, moments of Final Fantasy 15. I'd, I'd actually point out something kind of funny too. Is um, Luna Freya's vision card is actually best in slot for Ferris, and then Ferris's vision card is best in slot for Luna Freya. So they actually want the other one's card. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is that though? Uh, because of the way um, the passive like Ferris caps really really quickly on Evo damage and struggles to bring up Evo magic, but Luna Freya's card gives that Evo magic. And then Ferris's card is the opposite. It gives Evo damage with Luna Freya once more oh. of from gear. All right, all right. So, so you would actually want Ferris's vision card, but I mean, it is yeah, okay, cool, cool. All right, so yeah. let's talk about the unit then. What about the why? Why are every why is everyone so excited for uh, this unit? She's another one of those units that's mostly just a walking LB. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say she's literally Water Terra. I was hoping you were going to say that, but you didn't. Yes, she's literally Water Terra. Uh, Thank you. Only girl, thing is so, she sorry, does like a, 50... A, a, water, a water version of Envy Terra. Right, right. But she does a heck of a ton more damage, though. Yes, I think it's... What was it? Around triple the damage? Something yeah, it like depends that. on what, what gear you're looking at. No, sorry. Like, I'm, it's, it's less than double. It's like yeah, yeah. 60 or 70% more. Yeah, and I'm sure um, maybe that changes with STMRs. Who knows? Yeah, with STMRs, it's around fifty percent, but it, okay. it's—I mean, it, it's still significant, and a majority of the power is behind her crafted weapon that you can now farm in the 
um, Chronicle yeah. Battles. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, so she does like her her shift LB is you know water evoke damage. She like her damage at the, at other times is not that bad. Her sustained damage is currently the second highest in the game behind Noctis. Uh, yeah, and she's like less than ten percent behind him. Um, but she does mix multiple elements when she's doing that, which is not ideal. And a bunch of her damage is going to be magic damage, not evoke damage. So you know the standard problems with mages of killers and all that come into play. Yeah. But you know she's still easily the best, the second best damage dealer, even with all that. Yeah, unless the I do want to say is absorbing water. Yeah, I do want to say that um, with STMRs, Noctis takes the lead quite heftily. He ends up at being like 60-70% ahead of her with STMRs. Um, so, and I'm, I'm sure that's even more true if it's Dark Visions and you're including like a killer buff. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but it's still, I mean, she is still, as you said, by far the strongest mage and her burst is ridiculous. Again, like you all remember how strong Terra was on release, how strong Terra still is, and, and how important she is for DV. Yeah, and then you imagine this unit doing 60% more damage. And that's that's yeah. really strong. I will say, like, I'm she's she's not a bad unit. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just not really interested in her because like we, we got Terra and then we got Ferris and now we're getting her. And it's they're just there's nothing there that's interesting. They're they're just higher numbers. Higher, yeah. version, higher number of versions of the same unit. Strong. Well, Ferris I really liked because she was kind of a, a side grade in a sense where she's really, really strong. If you're using Bards, then she's going to do a That's lot true. more than Terra. But but she was actually a different element. So, so, you know, like there's actually some type of, I don't know, some some type of reasoning for it. But, but Luna Freya just blows shit out of the water, pun intended. But okay, so, so we, we said this on the Newsday pod. She literally has the same rotation, rotation in quotation marks, as Terra. Meaning, you shift into Brave Shift, you buffer, and then you nuke. And then you wait three turns, and then you can do the same thing again, right? Um, yeah, is it the three main, turns? The big difference, yes. like aside from the difference in their burst, is that uh, Luna Freya is doing a lot more damage on the turns when she's not in shift. Like, it's, it's still not fantastic damage by any means, but it's Terra's damage when she's not shifted is garbage. Yeah, it's literally zero. You're usually also not gearing her even for it. Like, you're just, yeah. you don't care. Yeah, whereas here, her damage on her non-shift turns is probably going to average out to, what, like, somewhere around uh, Cleo Star or whatever, or uh, trying to think of another unit in that damage range. Uh, Nyx, NVA, Gilgamesh, like, so somewhere in that range of 300 billion-ish, I think. Yeah, which is actually pretty decent. Again, like it's not the strongest mage if you're just doing DPT and you can't burst with her LB for some reason, but it's still good. Yeah, for sure. And and I guess there's not much to say about her kit. So her base form is kind of a magic chainer that can do light and water, right? And her brave shift is a well again the the nuker that also has uh, evoke damage chains uh, for water and light as well, right? Or no, 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 not evoke. These are uh, also magic. Uh, oh, okay. Does she even have uh, evoke? Yeah, I'd like to point out the her thunder chain, which she can quadcast, is actually really high damage as well. Um, her her, her um, limit burst is way more damage, but on any fight that water doesn't work or thunder is preferred, for example, if you're doing demon chimera, 
her um, quadcasting her evocation thunder skill will kill like Demon Chimera in like eight turns. So it's 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 really good but, when um, order doesn't work. But it does cost. Uh, uh, yeah. Esper yeah, orbs, yeah. right? So how and if you're quad casting and you have two Lunar Freyas, you're spending eight. Yeah, so turn, you right? definitely want some Draconian Fina TMRs on your team or the equivalents of that, like you know the the Umbrella, etc. Right, right, right. But okay, that that's really interesting. I'd like to see Dream do some calcs on just like just doing chaining with um, lightning damage because uh, it it does seem decent. Terra's biggest drawback is that her evoke chain is non-elemental. And if it actually wasn't, Terra would actually be doing decent damage in her Brave Shift. Um, so that's a shame. But um, she doesn't. Well, I mean, yes, she does amazing damage in her Brave Shift. Just, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, really cool unit. I mean, I, I know why everyone's excited. There is one thing I do want to say that I don't like about her. And it's that I'm not super excited about her sprites. Because, like, they're pretty basic right i mean even the shift she literally just turns right yeah they um they they didn't put a whole lot of effort in making her sprite unique from the five star version <laughs> honestly i'm disappointed I... because i i really liked her original five star version which was one of the best support units in the game at the time um and this one is just another boring damage dealer and i know that like it's normal for when, for them to do different rules when they re-release a unit, but I hope she would at least have something that wasn't just damage, and she doesn't. Yeah, that, that's a shame, because she's also not a damage dealer, or, well, I guess we don't much know, don't, don't know much about her in Final Fantasy XV, really, but, um, I mean, you know, she feels much more like a support unit in yeah. Final Fantasy XV as well. I do agree. When she was announced on the JP server, when they just put her in the news without any information, I was super hyped up for, like, the Neovisions version of Luna Freya. And then she came out and it's like, yeah, she hits hard, but that's all she does. And I was kind of, like, I was kind of let down. Yeah. Yeah. A shame. A shame. And again, also, why didn't they do, like, they could have done so much cooler with her Brave Shirt sprite. You know, like, have her levitate, have her ride Leviathan, like, whatever. Do something. Not just have her show her ass. Because, like, that just annoys me. Uh, But there's one other thing that people might not like about her, and that's that you have to... If you want her to be really good, you have to farm the Chronicle Chronicle Battles to get two of her staff. Right, because that's actually where her power is, and that's why you don't use her SDMR, because her staff is dumb strong. Uh, Yeah, and by her staff, just to be clear, uh, this is unlike the previous Chronicle Battle. This time around, like... You aren't upgrading somebody's STMR, you're upgrading the staff that you get directly from the event. You get two copies of the staff, you can upgrade it all the way to plus four, and at plus four, it has, hang on, let me double check the stats here, Uh, 202 magic, uh, 50% um, Esper stats, and 750 magic, 50% Evo mag, and 50% LB damage. That's so stupid. To, to I mean, clear, honestly. The, the LB damage, Evo Mag, and Static Magic, that's only for uh, Luna Freya. And uh, I guess, like, technically Noctis and Arden and Regis get it too, but they don't care about magic, so really it's just her. Right. But it's so stupid strong. Like, just listen to those stats. Yeah. Uh, just, so, just, just 1,500 magic alone is already bonkers. 
Oh. So, so Sinzar, do you have Luna Frey on JP? I do, and I farmed... Um, I only farmed one of her staff in JP because... Um, I think y'all talked about it last episode, but global... Like, the farming on global versus JP is night and day. I just couldn't take farming a second staff of her. It just took way too long, so I didn't. But e- even with one staff, it's it's still really, really, really good. Yeah, I mean... And and have you done any trial? Like, has she been a must-have for um, you? Or? She for trials, not really. Like, I used her on the genies trial, but um, where she was the primary DPS, it took thirty-four turns. It was extremely slow because uh, her big burst is single target, which you can't really use. You have to use her AOE, which is only her chaining, and it was a bad idea. So, not really for trials. Um, but for dark visions, she has been a very big deal. Most of the dark visions coming up. The magical fight is weak to water. Like this goes on for like like five dark <laughs> visions in a row. It's always weak to water every every time. But like that's like they that's are ridiculous. really pandering to Luna Freya. And if you don't have her, it's going to be hard to high score in the upcoming dark visions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, w- one thing I want to mention about uh, her STMR staff is that it's obviously very good for her and definitely worth using. But you should keep in mind that it is a staff, not a rod, and. There's actually, like, a lot of mage gear that, where, like, the magic bonuses on it are dependent on using rods. And the rod in peril from realm, yeah, for instance. Yeah, the rod in peril from realm. So just keep in mind, like, this, I'm pretty sure, like, even in spite of that, this is always worth using on her, but... Yeah, yeah, I actually, someone in Discord uh, did the math and said that if you're using realm and two of her STMR, because her STMR is a rod, uh, you're still doing, like... It was not much less, but it was still less than not using Realm and just using her staves, which is still ridiculous. So you you should just use the two staves. Anyway, um, I guess that's it for this week, right? Do we have anything else we want to bring up? Sinzar, do you have any thoughts? Something you want to share? Um, not specifically, just like, you know, the complaint that I mentioned earlier, uh, just like lack of content in the game, because we're getting so many cool units and just nowhere to use them. And it's, it's really disappointing. Yeah. So, you know, I was kind of, I was really excited for the, the Kairos global exclusive, the fan design unit. And then it turned out to be like a turn one, one shot, um, event boss. And that was a tremendous, like, letdown. I, I'm so disappointed in that. Yeah. They, they might add him to the Chamber of Vengeance at some point. Who knows? But I've never found the, the COV bosses to be that fun. And and so I'm actually... I have a question for that, Sinzar, because I think that's a that, that's an interesting point. Where is this content? Because I just got a brand new Behemoth. Like, what's the next boss I get to use, Mon? Uh, he, he should be usable on the Genie's boss, which is a physical fight, Um, which we're due for any day at this point, I think. Maybe even late. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. It could be still technically in the future as far as the JP schedule goes. But uh, yeah, it's a physical fight, and Behemoth should work. Um, he might need you know one or two, um, you know, uh, turns where you help him out a little bit. But he should be, he should be fine for tanking the genies, and he'll be he'll be he'll be, he'll be, he'll be nice, yeah he's nice. uh like that that's good. Like he has a purpose to exist. In other words, <laughs> for the upcoming content, which, which is good. <laughs> but um, some of these units just like I mean. Just why? Like, I, there's nowhere to use them. <laughs> but it is yeah. a shame. Like, like this lack of content is a huge shame. And I, uh, as 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 a, I don't know, veteran player, um, I really like more to do with my units because you know, 
Hey, Gumi, you know, listen to this now, because, you know, I am your fucking target audience. I cannot delay gratification. I have disposable income and really bad decision making, meaning I actually spend money on gacha games. All right. So here's the thing. Before, when there was actually like when there was content to use my units on ASAP and it was fun, I would actually do dumb shit like you know, buy 5,000 Lapis just to get the EX1 ASAP instead of waiting for it two weeks. Um, and many of so these things... I'm so sorry to our listeners that are having to hear this. <laughs> no, but my point is, when this isn't happening, I have no incentive to do this. And, and also, pulling a shiny new unit means very little. So, so I mean, okay, for everyone that pulled Lula Freya, of course, it's amazing to get this ticket to high-scoring DV. That's really good. But, you know, aside from that, I mean, DB is now, it's going to be over. Aside from that, you're not going to be using her for a, a long time. And, hey, give us give us stuff to use our units on. Even if it's fucking easy shit, I want to gear my Behemi and just send him like, something that's going to try to hit, you know? Come on, give me something. Well, something like Lunar Freya, like, I mean, she does have the use in Dark Vision, so she's like a long-term good pull. I would say something, no, course, something like... Course. um. Melia, the the magic tank, like she, if when she came out you were current on content, she literally has nowhere to be used in the next four and a half months of you know JP's um, future vision. Like there's just nowhere to use Melia. Like what, what? Why is that? Is it because we're only getting physical fights? Or yeah, the um, uh, the the trial for genius is physical, and the aim and trial. Um, technically it uses magic cover, but, uh, uh, the, the magic tank immunes all the damage. So you could, you could deal with Mystia if you really wanted to, as long as, long as you geared her, Whoa. geared her in resistances. So it's like, there's nowhere to use these units. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's such a shame. I mean, like, I, I, I get that part of this game is a collector sim and, and I enjoy that part of the game. I actually enjoy many of the units I have, like Mazurka, for instance, I've used her for one trial, not sure if I'm going to use her for more. But I really like the unit. So, you know, I'm just happy to have her. Um, but but it still does mean something that you can use them somewhere. And the, yeah. I, th I think the problem that Alum is having is that they've forgotten that numbers higher than nine exist when it comes to boss ability modifiers. So, like, if you look at all of the recent bosses, they have, like, 40 billion attack and magic. And then they have abilities with like a 2x modifier. And the tank is the only one that takes damage. Because if anybody else got so much as sneezed at by the boss, they would just instantly turn into a cloud of chunky red salsa. Mm. Um, and instead, they should make it so that the bosses have much lower attack and magic. And then they have some attacks with reasonable modifiers. And then attacks that hit the tanks that have really high modifiers. Like everything that we've seen for the past, I don't know how long, is like somewhere between 4x and 8x modifier on the bosses right but i uh, i i don't know i i just i just feel i would want more content i would want uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be telful sonus i'm sure that designing telful sonus as a fight with all the ai actually took time and to to you know play test that and make sure the numbers are decent i'm sure that took time but but honestly honest to god i can i will take an easy trial just to get to use my units like i will take just something that's a notch up from an event boss just to get to use my units and i still don't get why we just don't get more of these um like bahamut three star 
just you know flare bosses they they can they can exist they can be difficult and you get nothing for defeating them i sometimes feel like gumi is afraid or alem i guess is afraid of putting out content that also doesn't reward the player with something like a piece of gear i'd imagine that it's just that that content ends up not being very popular yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe that's the point. Maybe the content isn't there because it actually isn't popular. You know, sometimes you look at Discord, you look at um, different communities for this game, and you see people are lagging behind on trials, actually. Maybe we're just the few that actually do trials as they come out. Maybe it's not as popular to do them ASAP. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, completely unrelated question. Am I the only one where for the raid it doesn't show their raid orbs on the home screen? Yeah, no. Uh, no, it's a glitch. They actually put they actually put out a, a news in game saying it, it's broken until the next client patch. Yeah, but it's our 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 weekly bug among all the others to add to the list. <laughs> so hey, hey, speaking of the raid, I'm I'm glad you brought this up, Muspel. So given the EX bonuses, they are amazing. I've already filled up. Uh, I've done all the boxes already. Um, but is there a uh, is there a reason to pull on the uh, non-box pull, I guess, or whatever they're called? Uh, yeah, the, the, the Overflow box does have Red Pearls, STMR tickets, Omni Prisms, regular tickets. Um, of course, the Red Pearls and Omni Prisms are, like, you'll see one person post a screenshot, oh, I pulled a Red Pearl out of, I don't know a number, but like a million players. They're ex- exceptionally rare, but they do exist, and people will every now and then. Oh, look what I just pulled. I got a red pearl from the overflow box. So, assuming you don't mind running the orbs, it is worth it. And there is that minor, minor chance you could get lucky. I personally have never gotten anything above a green ticket from the overflow box. I did get a green ticket like twice. A regular banner gold ticket. So that was nice. But the uh, the chance is there if you don't mind the grind after the the five main boxes are done. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so there is that for our listeners to know there is a to actually keep farming that boss. There is. So that's good. Or yeah, the raid itself. And we are getting a lot of points. And um, I guess although the bonus is the same, right? The bonus isn't affected by EX, right? Uh, it, it is. Um, the EX bonus will give you event points. Yeah, yeah but, um, but and I mean, once you click or. Uh, yeah, but once you clear out the main events, the the overflow event points start giving you mails of five thousand extra currency. Oh, so okay, the, okay. the 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 more event points will give you more currency as a side effect by having higher ex levels. Right, right, okay. So so there is like so so just you know you you can keep farming it. There are some ex tickets, and we should make that clear. Like it's not the yellow tickets, right, from the overflow box. It's just ex. Uh, tickets? You, you 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 get both. It gives you ex tickets, and it gives you regular old tickets that oh, you can use on any nice. banner. But of course, the the regular ones are a lot rarer. Okay, I have a rant actually that I want to connect to ex tickets. So I'm honestly considering not using ex tickets anymore because. You know, I don't know how their uh, system with pulls works, and I don't know if I am wasting a, a NV by pulling it on a EX uh, on a EX banner, and and literally it doesn't really matter how they built it. That could always be the case that the RNG sequence you got for the EX ticket could have resulted in an NV on banner, and my EX luck is the fucking worst. All right, I'm looking at Discord. I'm seeing motherfuckers pull like Noctis on EX tickets and shit. I get the worst trash imaginable. It's like, why? 
Yeah, yeah, units like Aerith and uh, Esther and... Esther? How are you, the fuck are you pulling <laughs> Esther on an NV like ticket like. or NV uh, pull? Uh, oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant like Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is an EX ticket, but but I mean, I was talking about NV, like pulling an NV uh, on an EX banner. Like oh, now, Cesar, yeah. uh, are you gonna uh, tell us that no, you're pulling amazing units on EX tickets? Uh, I wouldn't say amazing, but like two weeks ago, I got Milo from an EX ticket, which is pretty good. Uh, I'm, I was more happy for his STMR and TMR than the unit himself, yeah. but he's as most he's people. A, he's are. A, it's a, it's a whole lot better than pulling, like, Cloud or something. Oh, fuck me. I just pulled a Cloud. Although, like... I, cloud, cloud is just a real disappointment. Just well, technically, he actually must believe does now. He does. He does. No, no, he does. Lightning no. SDMR. Lightning no. SDMR. No, he, he doesn't. We're going to end today's episode <laughs> here. Uh, just so that Barrows doesn't get a chance to respond. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, thanks everyone. Later. Bye. And thanks for joining, Cesar. Yep.